It's time for your daily dose of all things Chicago sports. This is the Daily Score. Now, here's your host, Mark Grody. Hello and welcome. Bears training camp is on and the bosses are speaking. So is QB1. That'd be Justin Fields. And I, Mark Grody, am freshly back from Hallis Hall where General Manager Ryan Poles and the head coach, Matty Eberflus, were speaking, as well as a few of the players, including Justin Fields. Let's get to some of the news first that I know that you'll be interested in, starting with wide receiver Chase Claypool. He will practice in full after his 48-hour dance on the physically unable to perform list, better known as the PUP list, or as Ryan Poles was putting it today, the PUP list. Whatever sounds best to you, but he was taken off that, and presumably he is 100% healthy, and we can now just follow the potential progress of Chase Claypool and hope that he gets better and hope that he becomes a big part of the offense for the sake of the Chicago Bears. The other guy that we should talk about is Darnell Mooney. Now, Mooney missed five games last year with a broken ankle. He was nowhere to be found during the OTAs or the mini camp or any of the offseason stuff. But we were told, Ryan Poles told us straight up that he has been cleared to practice. There is a caveat, though, with Darnell Mooney. And that is, is that they're going to monitor him. They're going to watch him closely. They're going to use their performance staff and the data that they can derive from that in order to just make sure he is 100%. So they're could be some modified practices for him, could miss some practices. But the idea per polls is that he is full blast, 100% ready to go once the regular season starts. So it just sounds like some of this is preservation for a guy who is heading into his fourth year. And if you'd like, you could even call him a veteran at this point. Justin Fields did speak for the first time in training camp and Something caught my ear, and that is when Justin Fields was talking about the idea of continuity, as in having the same staff around him that he had last year, and in particular, the offensive coordinator, Luke Getze. This caught my ears. Take a listen, and we'll talk about it. You know, I think anytime you, you're in the same offense, you know, two consecutive years, it does make it easier, and you're not, you know, having to learn a new offense, new protections, you know. Uh, new language within an offense. So this offseason has definitely been easier for me in terms of just diving deeper into the playbook and, you know, just a better understanding of it. So um, I've definitely felt, you know, way more comfortable, you know, this offseason and OTAs than I have the past two for sure. One thing that you should know about Justin Fields, and I think that I probably got to know Justin Fields a little bit better than most reporters just because I was doing the sidelines last year and I did get to speak to Fields by his locker live on the radio after every single game and got to chat with him before and after at times. So I know what moves him, and I know that he is not prone to hyperbole. So when he says things like way better, that there is comfort, that you can go a little bit more deeply into the playbook, those are big deal things. He doesn't just say stuff. And I'm sure like any NFL player, sometimes he just says stuff to satiate the media and to just say what you got to say so you can get the heck out of there and do what you really want to be doing. But Justin Fields 
uses the words that he wants to use and that he means to use. So I thought that that was interesting that he said that. Let's move on to the general manager, though, in Ryan Poles. And he was asked a couple different ways about what the position that the Bears are lacking right now in terms of a difference maker. And that would be the edge rushing position. They signed a couple of players. You've got some developing players as well. But the question to Ryan Poles is in regards to, are you going to sign somebody, a veteran that we know for sure that can tackle quarterbacks? Brandon, in the offseason, you seem to indicate that you would add an edge rusher. I think sooner rather than later was what you said. But are you certain that you will add one before the season starts? And if you don't, will you be happy with what you've got? Obviously, there's no certainty. It takes you know two to make sure that it works out. So there's a level of patience that comes with it. So there's no guarantee. If not, no, I'm excited about the guys that are here. Walker's done a great job. Robinson's coming along. Gibson's coming along. So I'm happy with the guys that are here. But obviously, we're going to look to improve if, if we can. So if it works out, we'll, we'll attack it. What I inferred from what Ryan Pohl said, especially the part where he said, you know, very subtly, it takes two. So... To me, that means he's probably been working the phones. Perhaps there's even been an offer out there. But as he said, it takes two. So I think if Ryan Poles could have been speaking more freely there and not having to deal with what was a jam-packed media room today, he probably would have said, look, we've made calls and we're waiting for answers and maybe they're in the middle of a negotiation. That is not out of the realm of possibility. But it is also not out of the realm of possibility that nobody of consequence has signed. And as far as some of the young guys that he discussed, not necessarily in the case of Demarcus Walker, that's a guy that you're expecting to come in here and get to the quarterback. He had a career year last year with seven sacks. So the hope is, is that he continues on that upper trajectory, but there's obviously no guarantee that that's going to be the case. I know he mentioned Travis Gibson. But Travis Gibson has gotten a lot of opportunity in his time with the Bears. He does go back to the Ryan Pace era. So I would not depend on Travis Gibson to be getting a ton of snaps, at least during the OTAs and minicamp. You could see that he was not being featured like maybe he once was. I don't know if featured is the right word to describe him at any time in his career with the Bears, but the numbers just aren't there. And he's definitely had you know three years to get it straight. So Travis Gibson, a great dude, but I don't know that he is in any way, shape or form your answer as far as getting to the quarterback. Dominic Robinson, the other guy he said now, this is an important year for him. Last year, everybody said he was a project, that he was a developmental player. Even he said it, even he admitted, Robinson himself told us constantly that, yeah, look, you know, I'm a project. I'm a developing player. I'm switching positions to the edge. He had worked on offense before. So you got to make room for that. I remember after the first game when he had a sack and a half, I remember being at his locker and saying, so can we take away the development label from you? And he just looked at me. He's like, nope, <laughs> not yet. So he's still a work in progress for sure. So that's kind of the area that really, really, is insecure right now. Shaquem Green, that's another veteran to go along with Demarcus Walker, and you just hope that they are building on years that were good previously and that they'll get to some place that they have not been yet in their career. So that was Poles. Let's go to Eddie Jackson now. Eddie Jackson, this is his seventh camp, man. I mean, 
2018 was his all-pro Pro Bowl year, and it hasn't been the same since. But listen to Eddie Jackson. Listen up here, because it's kind of like a little shot at the Bears and what has gone on since 2018. And as I put it in the little slug I made for myself, Bears need to shape up. Here's Eddie Jackson. Just want to turn this thing around. You know, that's just the main goal, you know, year in, year out. You know, new new faces, new new everything. You know, I'm tired of the same old standard that the Bears have in the same, you know, everything, the same results in and out every year. So, you know, we want to make it to the playoffs and eventually win the Super Bowl. Tired of the same old standards. I mean, yeah, he's sick of it, and that's good to hear. And I bet everybody listening to this podcast is doing a little clap right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Tired of the same old stuff. You know what? A 10-game losing streak and a three-win season can break any man. And I think that there were some veterans in that locker room who didn't like to see what was happening. I know that when Roquan Smith was traded and Robert Quinn, I mean, that kind of stuff doesn't go over well in a locker room. That's for sure. One more from Ryan Poles, and that is on Justin Fields and the question of expectations. What are the expectations, Ryan Poles, for Justin Fields? Just improve. Like I said, about looking yourself in the mirror and self-assessment, taking, you know, where he wasn't good and continue to improve that. And a lot of those things, you know, that's a beautiful thing about football. You're relying on other people around you too. So really controlling what he can control, looking at himself in the mirror, self-assessment, proving those weaknesses, and really attacking that in training camp every single day. Where specifically do you want to see him improve? I mean, you want to see him improve everywhere. Obviously, what he did with his legs was outstanding. But, you know, in the past game, look at the different scenarios, situations, two-minute, and continue to improve that. That's interesting. Now, when Ryan Poles talking about Justin Fields there says the two-minute, he is talking about the two-minute offense, the two-minute drill when, obviously, you got two minutes to go. And we'll sit for whatever it's worth. FWIW. That's right, Ray. Isn't it F- FWIW for what it's worth? That's it. FWIW on that one. Justin Fields on the final day of minicamp as we were watching deep in the end zone. He was having an excellent, excellent work in the two minute drill and then in the red zone. So, again, FWIW. Don't know if it'll mean anything. And we're going to watch very closely here in training camp to see now that if there are more scenarios like that or if they stress that during camp. And, of course, they're going to say that they're going to stress everything. Final cut here as we wrap up the daily score. Eddie Jackson. One more from Eddie Jackson because something caught my mind on Twitter that Eddie Jackson himself posted, and you will hear me pose the question to the Bears starting free safety. And you said on Twitter that you're going to have one of the best seasons ever played by a safety, and then you said, mark my words. What prompted you to tweet that, and what is the thinking there? Just the mindset, you know, the mindset. You know, you got to speak it into existence. Like I said, last year I came off injury. I wanted to put that staple, you know, stamp that in last year, but I, was a- I wasn't able to finish that. So this year, man, having guys like Trey and the key pieces we have on defense, man, and I feel like it's just going to be one of those years. You know, sometimes you just got to bet on yourself. And, you know, I feel like if I bring my best, you know, other guys going to bring their best, and that's what's going to help the team. You know, so like I said, it's all about turning this thing around. That'd be nice. It'd be awesome because one would suspect that if Eddie Jackson has a year like he did in 2018, there might be a correlation with big time winning. And they love Eddie Jackson. This coaching staff 
loves Eddie Jackson. Matt Eberflus does. Ryan Poles does. I've gotten pretty good at being able to tell when they actually like somebody and they're not just saying stuff. So that's going to be it for today. Next week, the Bears will have their first fully padded practice. We've got to wait a whole week before that happens, but there will be plenty to watch, plenty to break down, and I will continue to do exactly that right here on the Daily Score. Thank you for listening, as always. For our wonderful executive producer, Ray Diaz, I am Mark Grody. Hope you all have a wonderful day.